And once again, we caution you. These stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. Don't want the classic horror films anymore. Today, it's all giant books. Giant spiders, giant grasshoppers. Who would believe such nonsense? <laughs> the old ones were much spookier. They had castles, full moons. They were mythic. They had a poetry to them. Yes. And you know what else? The women. The women prefer the traditional monsters. The women? Huh. The pure horror. It both repels and attracts them. Because in their collective unconsciousness, they have the agony of childbirth. Oh. The blood. The blood is horror. Bonus Material Podcast. I'm Tom Carnell. I'm Brian Ellison. And I'm Langley West. And we're here for episode 137. Damn. Climate. 37. Rogan, Rogan just did his thousandth three-hour podcast. Oh, get a job, hippie. I know, I know. Right? <laughs> uh, and we're here with Brian. Brian is back. Uh, I'm back, help, baby. To help us out with, the, with a topic that I'll be honest with you, when it hit the table, I was like, uh, okay. Um, and that's biographies, cinematic biographies. The yeah. reason why I said okay is that initially I thought, well, that's not a very exciting topic. Um, and then I pulled, then I started doing research, and it just I was I was saying just before the mic went on, um, it reminded me of all sorts of stuff, and the and the fact that there's so much bleed over. You know, you can't tell the biography of what happened to the Marshall football team without it being contextualized within fiction as We Are Marshall as a sports film. Right. So there's going to be a lot of bleed over in a lot of this. Yeah, and, and what I really like, well, not what I really like about it, but what I find interesting is the... The, the the so you're, essentially you're telling the story of someone's life a real life person mm-hmm. but you're also you're telling a story so it's it's a often a highly fictionalized version or a one-sided it's like view. a real yeah like these are the best parts of it these yeah, are the salient it, bits that exactly. that move us forward and are still satisfying in yeah. a way but even those events can be fake and that's why ultimately I don't I don't think there are good biographical films. There's only entertainment. At the end of the day, you can only get two things to me from a biography. One, was it entertaining? And at best, you can hope for, does it capture the essence of their subject? Because almost always, they move things around, change characters. The people cast to play certain characters don't look anything like the, the people they're portraying. And so I think whether it's a biographical film or even a historical film for that matter, ultimately, I judge the film on the fact of, is it entertaining? Did I enjoy it? And right. did I get something from it? Because, I mean, ultimately, if you're going to learn something, you might as well either read a book or watch a documentary. Right, I was going to say, the two, the one exception to this is all is documentaries, because right. that's like yeah. real footage. And right. but, you'll also, yeah. but you'll also see a lot of amalgam characters. Like, here are three people oh, that had sure. to do with yeah. this, and we're going to lump them into one guy. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. 
yeah. Yeah. Which is a, a kind of an extraordinary thing that films are able to do. And we don't care. We don't go, hey, wait a minute. No. And yet, fuck up a costume on Star Wars and internet will lose its fucking eyes. <laughs> That's true. But you know, in a lot of historical movies too, I mean, there's, there's history buffs who will, who will point to the wrong colored plane pattern in Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. or uh, one of my favorite biographies, Patton, in which they're using modern day tanks and not tanks of the era. So there, there's always things that you can, you can pick apart. And, uh, but again... Uh, is those the film entertaining? Does it does it capture the essence of its subject matter? Well, yeah, and ultimately those things, those little details, don't matter to the story that's being told. You know, this tank looks like this, or this tank looks like this. Got it's a fucking tank, yeah. and what's important is what's going on with the characters around it. Exactly, exactly. One of the things I've yeah. found interesting. Number number one, uh, through my research, I found that uh, 1909 there was a film called Origin of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Um, Henry, uh, sorry, Harry Bauer played Ludwig von Beethoven. That's the earliest bio film that I could I could get my mitts on. Wow. Most of the teen, 19 teens, I have all these broken down by year, but mo- the biggest one in here is Birth of a Nation. And, sure. Were um, and, aliens involved in Beethoven's Ninth Symphony? Because obviously <laughs> we're we're too stupid to figure stuff out for ourselves, and so you think aliens are involved somehow. The <laughs> same people Jones. who helped build the pyramids. Helped <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Let's go help uh, Ludwig write uh, a uh, new Ninth Symphony. But it's no surprising that a lot of the, the first biopics were either uh, uh, historical figures like royalty in Britain sure. or. Uh, "Quote unquote biographies of biblical figures." Sure, King, I, I have yeah. King David. There's there's Jesus. a movie that I want to get I, I want to get off the plate right off the bat because it's the worst pile of shit that I've ever seen. Wow. And I and I <laughs> no it is it is I, really okay. I've seen a lot I'm, of piles. I'm of buckling shit. in. Go ahead. <laughs> and that is. The Bruce Lee story. I knew, I knew we were going to Oh, yeah, that was on my list. Dragging the Bruce Lee story. Ah. Yeah, I'm interested to hear your take. I have a take on that, too. So, so go ahead, Langley. Fire away, my friend. Fire away. Okay, so I'm biased because I, I, I'm a martial artist, and I've read this guy's life and his philosophy. He's big in the pantheon he, of yeah, Langley. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's... Yeah, no, he's an early hero of all of ours, I'm sure. We've, we've all read the biographies. two and a half hours on the boy. Yeah, that's right. I, I heard that podcast. Enough. I heard that podcast. Yeah. And so, to, to, to just to see... I get it. Like, I understand, you know, uh, building drama and, and, and stuff, so you, you know, you change events, and I, I totally get it. But Here's a guy whose life was so interesting. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to change shit. Yeah. You, I, I don't remember in all of the books I have on the guy, I don't remember demons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? That's a lot. Oh, you missed that? I get it. That. As a metaphor, yeah. I get it. But on the other yeah. hand, it's like, yeah. 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 But the thing of it is, is that since then, there have been so many worse books. Bruce Lee biography. That's true. Oh, there's one. There's one. One out, out right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. Birth but of think, a dragon. But I think it's hard yeah. because when we have these heroes like Bruce, we where we go, we ho- it's like oh, there's Bruce, and then we and we see someone interpret it in a weird or sort of cheesy way, and um, it cuts deep. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Like, Motherfucker, how did you get that wrong? Yeah. Well, here. Yeah, my, my my two cents on it is, and I'll use two films as far as biographies, because they both kind of accomplish the same thing. 
One is one is Patton, which is considered one of the great films of all time. Not not it's on the American uh, Institutes or Film Inst- uh, Institutes top one hundred. Right. It's a great war biography. But had that film never come out, I don't think most people would know who Patton was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they know who Eisenhower was or yeah. MacArthur. Sure. But he just would have been an obscure World War II general. But that movie made it so big and it was so monumental and so legendary, and that's the term I'm going to use, that Patton crossed over into the folklore. Now, if you ask the average person on the street, name a World War II general, they'll probably say Patton. Yeah. Patton, I mean, there, again, as in all these films, there's things that are, that are not correct or... Or like George C. Scott, great performance, but his voice is totally way different yeah. than Patton's. Who had a very high, right? yeah, had a high pitched voice. But essentially, they get the essence of the man. Let's take that hill. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. That's just not going to work. That's not going to work too well. But it shows you the power of film. And film, I think, really doesn't really tell biographies, but it creates legends. Which brings me back to Dragon the Bruce Lee story. I like this movie, but I never went to the movie thinking I'm going to see the real Bruce Lee, mm. right? It's the same thing with right. the Ip Man movies and Donnie Yen. I love the Ip Man movies with Donnie Yen. Well, that Yen, has but so little to do with it. <laughs> yeah. But yes, but if you think you're going movies. to get it, they're great movies. And if you take the Dragon, the Bruce Lee story for what it is, it's basically telling a legend. Just point in fact, his battle with Wong Jackman. That's completely false and completely wrong. Well, this new film, but makes that's it the even legend worse. that it was about white. It, well, that's what this one goes to, but the, this new one, Birth of a Legend. But the idea was like Bruce was fighting for the right to teach Caucasians, and that was completely false. Right. But that's the legend, yeah. right? That's what people take away from it. People know, oh yeah, that's what I, Bruce Lee beat this guy in ten seconds, and uh, and uh, yeah, it was about the right to teach uh, uh, non-Chinese people, which is wrong. But if you actually examine the story, which we don't need to go into here, but if you actually examine the background in that story, it's really fascinating. And as Langley said, it's so fascinating that that would make a great movie. Yeah, it would make it. Pity they didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the problem. Okay, so the problem with doing something about somebody like Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. and you could you could pick any. Uh, well, I was going to bring up the Samurai trilogy right. about Musashi. It's right, the same right, thing. Exactly. You could pick anybody that is like the, 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 the top echelon of whatever you know that field is. The problem becomes finding someone who can replicate that shit. Yeah. And you yes. And you so often can't. So Jason Scott Lee, I think, is a fine actor, mm-hmm. but. It's just it's, oh, dude! It's it. You know what? It. Re- I I hate to sound like this, but it, it like when it comes to Bruce Lee for me, it's almost like you know, it's almost like um, people not uh, 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 not accepting images of Allah being created, <laughs> or like my or like my mom. Oh my god! My mom had a problem. My mom didn't like any religious movies that had anything to do with Jesus mm-hmm. because she she thought it was blasphemous to have any human being. Playing the part of well, there's Jesus. the uh, there, remember there was a rumor once in uh, that was going around Hollywood about when Jeffrey Hunter played Jesus in King of Kings, right? He died right after it, yeah. And that was God's way. Oh, of going, don't do that. It was the curse. Yeah. yeah, I said to my mom, <laughs> really, mom? Poor, poor Jeff Hunter. I mean, of all the people that played Jesus, God's. God sorted him out to yeah. die. That, that <laughs> seems very unfair. And yet Max von Sydow lived. Um, yeah, or Robert Powell, was... or any number of people. <laughs> who played Jesus. The Max von Sydow I have to bring up in, in, in that movie. Um, 
the, the scene, Jesus on the cross, and actually I've told the story before about John Wayne. John Wayne is cast as a centurion. <laughs> yeah. One last Truly, thought. he was the son of God. God. Uh, one last thought on the Bruce Lee thing. Yeah. Um, I get everything everyone said, but I'll tell you what, when in the gym, when he goes, I'm Bruce Lee, it's like, oh, <laughs> boom. I start banging my head on the desk. It's like, oh my God. So and and it, I, I swear to God, last thing. Yeah, <laughs> last thing. I got a lot more of this stuff. Uh, they don't like the, the people who are trying to p- portray Bruce Lee, the person in bio things. They have him doing these ridiculous things that Bruce would do in the movies mm-hmm. that were not like it was like oh my God, yeah. it's like. I tell you, the worst part of all this is there's a film. I can't find it in my list, but it's there's a film in the forties. By, by the way, how long is your list, Tom? Sixty-four pages. Sixty-four pages. Single space. biopics. Uh, uh, could, but this could be the biopic <laughs> podcast where we just, just talk about that. biopics. But the make worst, it a marathon. Let's go until we just drop. <laughs> the 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 worst situation in these kind of films is when somebody gets the bright idea, like they did in the 40s, right. where they go, we're going to tell the story of, of the Dorseys, right. and we're going to cast the Dorseys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> like, they're musicians, they're not actors, and then here they, there they are, standing there. If you ever see the film... Um, well, it's the same thing with the uh, To Hell and Back, which featured Artie right. Murphy. Yeah, these, but Artie yeah. Murphy at least could had a reference base or something. <laughs> it's like the, there's a film, oh, the name's escaping me, it's a Danny Kay movie where he run, he's he's a professor at a music school and this gangster's mall comes and hides there. But in, in, the musicians, the teachers in the school are people like Benny Goodman and, right. and, and you know, those kind of guys. Yeah. And the Dorseys. And, and that was the thing. And it's while. horrible because yeah. they all stand around looking awkward like waiting yeah. for their line. Waiting for, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, of course, no, it's was, hard to get actors who maybe play, you know, the trombone or the trumpet you know or what? the clarinet just, like Benny Goodman. You know? I just saw a trailer right. for this uh, Chet Baker thing with uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and man, it looks good. It looks like he really plays. I'm sorry, I keep cutting. No, you off. no, no, no. That's that's totally cool. Uh, I didn't know about that. There's a Chet Baker. Yeah, uh, really? it looks really good. Too. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, on the on the way oh, go here, ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, on the way here, this is not a biopic by any means. But on the way here, uh, I was listening to an interview with the director and the lead actress from uh, Baby Cakes. Which we've kind of yeah heralded yeah yeah yeah, yeah, on yeah. This show and uh, man like it, it's it's it sounds like a perfect storm to me mm-hmm. like I, I'm I'm excited for this and I don't like rap music yeah yeah the one thing we I remember when we talked about the movie um, the trailer was that it seemed like a female a chubby female eight mile right um, but I'm okay with that yeah yeah yeah. I was going to say about the last, um, or excuse me, Bruce Lee, the the the, the dragon, the Bruce Lee story. There's there's two things, there's two things that I think that's great that we let off with that because there's there's two things that 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 movie touches upon, which is I really believe, and I say this to anybody listening, you just got to turn your mind off. You you cannot go into a movie expecting to see, and we'll say this about Bruce Lee, like it's not going to be about Bruce Lee, and and the, and the, and the fact is, it's because Bruce Lee is now a legend, and and as we learned from. Uh, uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance, when legend becomes fact, print the legend. 
Yeah. And right. I, I think that there's all these things about Bruce Lee. So it comes back to it again. Langley said, like, yeah, he's, he's fighting. He's doing stuff like he did in the movies. Yeah. Because as Dennis Miller used to joke years ago about Bruce Lee, like, yeah, everyone's got these Bruce Lee stories. He could rip out your heart and show it to you while I was still beating. You know, you can even see the arguments up and down the line when you're reading comments on Bruce Lee on various right. martial arts sites. So there's this, this legendary thing to, like, Bruce Lee no longer, Bruce Lee the man doesn't exist, just as Robin Hood the man doesn't exist. It's all legends. Right, right, right. And that's what we want to see. This film coming up, Birth of a Dragon, man, that, that's going to probably make uh, Dragon the Bruce Lee story seem like a real factual biography compared <laughs> to what they're going to do. <laughs> but I'll see it. I'll go see it. You know, yeah, I'm okay. sure I'm going to enjoy it. But I, I have nothing. To me, it's a martial arts movie. It's nothing else. It's just a martial arts movie. Well, it like Tom and 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 my uh, disdain for it, it. It speaks to something that is uh, inherent to biopics, and that is to the to the person who is a I don't know, for lack of a better word, follower. Sure. Anything, anything that's done. Is going to be blasphemous to it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, it could be a great thing, and and we're going to be against it. Well, I think part of that, but also part of it is being a fan of the of the subject. Sure. That you know the subject so interest oh so intimately and so well that when you see someone else interpret it and sort of round off the edges, you're like, right. wait a minute, some of those edges were really cool, and we could spend time on there. Never thinking that we have to, we got, we need to get in and out. And right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, There's an inherent bias. And when you mention the Ip Man films, I think the Ip Man film maybe the first one sort of stuck kind of to what that guy's life was like, but it's gone. It's fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> now it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think you can have a fun time. I, I just I really believe it's like you just got to turn your mind off and like. And that's why I say, are these films entertaining? Did you did you get the essence of somebody? That's the hope. That's the best you can hope for. Did, mm-hmm. Does it? Patton Patton gives you the essence of the man. Sure. I don't think Dragon the Bruce Lee story gives you the essence of of Bruce Lee. But but it was an entertaining movie, and I got a kick out of it. And you know, I've seen it a couple times. And like I said, I'll watch Birth of a Dragon. But. I know. And it was but you can't the, you can't believe these films are going to get you anywhere. Sure. And I'll also give it credit for it. It was the it was one of the first films that I remember that sort of brought out um, what's that documentary called? The Slanted Screen. Sure. Uh, about because his reaction to Breakfast in Tiffany's yeah. in that film yes. is pretty pretty important. Like oh yeah, wait a minute, that is kind of offensive. Yeah yeah yeah. You know absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm trying to find something positive. Trying to, to, trying to find something good. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean there is I mean there I mean there are things I mean to defend it. You can say like the Wong Jackman incident that was the catalyst for him rethinking what he did. Mm-hmm. And, sure, absolutely. And came up with Jeet Kune Do. But the thing that's fascinating to me, which is I'm going to wonder what they do because my understanding with Birth of a Dragon is they have a fight but then they end up teaming up together Wong Jack Man and him to fight the uh, Jap- uh, the uh, Chinese really? Mafia do they really? Right? yeah yeah oh, so man. yeah you know it's just like oh man you know this is going to be this There's is going to be, be a the predator moment right where I they need, shake I need, hands I need, and I need to google up. whether or not Wong Jack Man is still alive and <laughs> Wong Jack Man is still alive is he? wow yeah. first uh, of yeah. all kudos to that guy for the name Wong Jack Man, right? Well, um, you know, Jack I mean, what's Man interesting about, is rough. What's interesting about the guy is, is I've always I always remember this story about Bruce Lee and this confrontation with Wong Jack Man, and and basically what we know about it comes from the Lee camp, you, right? You, you had this fight; it did take place. Both Wong Jack Man and Bruce Lee 
dealt with the media via newspaper uh, commentary. Right. And that went on for a while. Then it just kind of simmered down, and then they went, they went about their ways. But I cannot believe that Bruce Lee, and I never did believe, even though I'm a Bruce Lee fan, I never believed that Bruce Lee beat this guy up in 10 seconds and that he ran around the building. Here's right inside. I, I just, I, to me, I think Bruce Lee probably had a hard time. Here's a book, it was a right? hard fight and probably was a draw. Yeah. But that makes it more interesting if you were to put that on film. Well, what... But that's what, not the legend. What we get from Linda is that the fight lasted a few minutes and that Bruce was way more um, winded and wiped out uh, by the end of the fight uh, than he thought he should be, and he, that was, you're right, exactly, Brian, is that that was his impetus, is like, you know what, it's not just about learning how to punch and how to kick and all that stuff, but your body is your tool. It was tool. the I first real thinking of cardio. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. You know, Okay, listen. Yeah. But there were other more, people more, there, too, and in on. fact, many people say the fight lasted like 20 <laughs> minutes, and, and, and many people agree that Bruce Lee cheap-shotted Wong Jackman before the fight even started. Dude, there's no such thing as a cheap shot. <laughs> there is no well, such see, thing that, as a cheap but shot. But see, that's what's, uh, well, again, that's what's interesting about the that, fight, because Wong Jackman was going there thinking he's just kind of in a sparring situation where it's about styles. Bruce Lee's there like, no, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. Yeah, exactly. And, and but, when the fight started, okay. Wong Jackman realized, hey, this is a real fight. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put the last comment on this subject because yeah, we, we got so otherwise, many Otherwise, yeah, we can talk about I don't want to hear right. about the right. story. Listen, <laughs> you're talking about uh, a guy who, when he was a uh, teenager, went to a demonstration where an old man was demonstrating chi power by having people punch him in the stomach. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And, and Bruce point. walked up and then punched him in the face, and right. that's yeah, exactly. That's and exactly and so a fair way to go. All right, no more drag of the Bristley story. I'm almost sorry I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but, but that, it does. It, it hits all that's right and all that's wrong about biography. Sure, right, right, right. So it's a at good. At the end of that, that got at the end. That was a little Hulk versus Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these stories, right, about Bruce Lee and, like, who knows what's true and what's not. I mean, there was a bunch of people in that room, and I've read Wong Jackman's side. I've read the book Showdown in Oakland, which, which gives you a, an interesting take. I mean, so there's two sides to every story, and the truth is somewhere in between. Sure. Hey, you know what reminds me of Dragon? Debbie Reynolds is as the singing nun. <laughs> <laughs> Was that... Yeah, there's a biography that's yeah. worth uh, a <laughs> biographical film that's worth uh, <laughs> looking at. Uh, I bring it up to A, change the subject, and to B, point out that, like, these bios, they don't have to be of Patton or these huge heroes. They can be right. everything it, from. Remember, there was a five part thing on the Jacksons on TV yeah, yeah, on yeah, VH1? It, and it was good. Yeah, it could be anything. It showed Joe as a real asshole. Right, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but it well, could that, be, that's a given. <laughs> One of the things that really struck me, um, um, names that caught, caught up, because I just watched Conrad Beat in The Man Who Laughs. Right. And it turns out, in 23, he did uh, a thing called Paganini. That was a bio on Paganini. Oh, wow. That I've never seen, and I'd really love to see, because I can't imagine Conrad Beat as, as, uh, <laughs> as Paganini. Um, but it's interesting. There's 
There's so many. I just it, it blew me away the ones that I missed. It. Mutiny on the on the Bounty is is based it's on a, a real incident. Sense, yeah, and you think well, and that's, I always thought of that as some sort of made up Hollywood bullshit. So that so that brings well, it up. is made up Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean that's the bottom. Like it's every movie you see based upon a true incident, based upon a fact. It's like yeah, yeah there's the semblance of this did happen, but how the events get portrayed in the movie. No one knows. I mean, it's, it's it's that's what I'm saying. It's entertaining. They're not trying to make a movie about the bounty uh, that's going to be adhered to. Hey, what was it like to be on a ship during this period of time? It's it's a story. It's an entertainment. Scurvy so, like. <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm gonna. So what gonna, happens when there's no women around? I'm gonna float an idea, and that is, uh oh, we not talk about uh, uh, things that are kind of okay. So like mutiny on the bounty is a real incident. Is it a yeah. biopic of somebody? No, Do no. we follow the, the, the career of the, the captain of the ship? <laughs> no, I think no, it, no. It, it, it follows a timeline that is based on real events. Sure. Um, yeah, it did. Biographies well, look, here, here's one I'd throw out at you that does involve real people, which was a seminal film, probably one of the biggest films of the 1960s, and that's Bonnie and Clyde. Sure. Yeah. Right? There's, you look at Bonnie biography. and Clyde, the real Bonnie and Clyde, they're average-looking people, and they're stone-cold killers. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. But you watch the movie, which is a great movie. I mean, it is a fantastic movie. But Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway—they're like beautiful people doing. They love it. Like what, that was the, what was the tagline? They're young. They're in love, and they kill people. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that movie. It, it, yeah. It they're killing sexy. Well, yeah. Even, and, and, and then they I do the Malcolm, intolerable. They do the Amalgam character, as Langley mentioned earlier, about uh, like Michael J. Pollard. Right? He wasn't mm-hmm. a real character in their lives. But in the movie, he's an amalgam of other things. But a great movie, but it, it, it really doesn't, you know, other than the ending, which I think um, certainly captured what happened to them when they sure. were bushwhacked. Yeah. Um, but, but again, it's, it's, it's legendary. Every Jesse James movie I've ever seen pretty much portrays Jesse James as kind of a hero. Yeah. But he's, right. he was a racist killer who almost, you could argue, was a political terrorist because many of his, many of the... Uh, jobs that he did his, uh, uh, were done for political reasons. Many of the things that he robbed and and mm-hmm. shot up. So, but you never get that, you know. You, no, ne- no, you no. never get that. Well, you, you talk about. Go ahead. I, well, I was going to say that uh, the mention of Jesse James brings to mind a certain genre of film, and uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Jeremiah Johnson. Sure. Jeremiah Johnson was a real guy. Yeah, we've talked about yep. this on a, yeah. a lot of these shows. But he was a horrible racist. You know, he was right. in real life. I, they, this nah, is, you just set that aside. It seems to me like... Get off my lawn, well, you Indian. It seems to me like it, this is something that you would you would put in a movie because it's kind of spectacular. Yeah. He was called Gizzard Eat, or Liver Eating Johnson because he would kill... <laughs> He would kill natives and eat their livers. Sure, but but little onions. That, that gives you good iron, isn't it? For the iron, yeah, the iron Franklin. Through the uh, Hollywood lens, he is this uh, admirable figure that goes from, and, and and I think this is an important part of a lot of biographies. It's often a rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. It, it, he obviously he doesn't become a rich man, but he goes from this greenhorn who doesn't know shit. To yeah, the you know, to the guy. guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, there are the other ones. These big, iconic things that sit out on the table. The uh, Pride of the Yankees. The Lou Gehrig story right. is one. Um, that was that was one of the ones that like as soon as I 
thought of biopics like that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost included that as the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, remember, too, a lot of those early biopics, and this was kind of a Hollywood thing, I would say, was that you always had to, too, you always had to have the romance, mm-hmm. right? So almost in every single yeah. case, there was some kind of romantic... The, un- the, um, the forgiving girl or the understanding yeah. wife who yeah. right, wants you to push through. Yeah, Rich who either there. supported you or didn't support you, right? You know, one interesting thing that came up in, in my thinking was there was a couple of films in the 40s that were uh, Al Jolson, and they had a guy, Larry Parks, um, play Jolson, but Larry Parks couldn't sing, so right. they recorded Al Jolson to sing over that. them, and he sort of lip-synced How them. weird and surreal is yeah, that? It's yeah, it's like, just let me do the acting, right? Yeah, but, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're... Uh, I think Jolson was a little, at the time, was a, a little too Jewish looking, and so they got a more anglicized gotcha. Larry Parks. Well, that, <laughs> and, and that brings to mind something like, um, say, The Doors by sure. Oliver Stone, where we have Val Kilmer doing an amazing job playing mm-hmm. Jim Morrison and singing. And that's kind of become a thing, right? It's yeah. like, you know... Like, I Walk the Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, um... Uh, coal miner's daughter. Uh, coal miner's daughter, but the one I'm thinking of, Kevin Spacey. Um, oh, beyond oh, the Bobby sea. Darren. Beyond the sea. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Darren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. You hate that movie? <laughs> I hate that movie. God, I love that movie. It's like I think it's, that was a Bobby passion Darren project of his. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Bobby Darren died in his in his what thirties? <laughs> I think he was like, like thirty nine or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. and here's yeah, yeah. fifty something year old Kevin Spacey going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Talk about a glossed over. I'm going to go Bruce Lee on you. Go, go, go. Talk about a glossed over idea, rendition of what that. That guy was a. While he was a talented guy and he and he knew his time was short. Right. He was kind of a prick to. Uh, was it Sandra D or Sandra D or Connie Stevens? He was kind of a dick. He was dating one and dating both and married one and didn't tell the other. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. He was a flawed human being, you know. Sure. And of course, and but that doesn't—that's not good entertainment. Yeah, I know. Well, but I think that that I think that when you get the rare mm-hmm. uh, biopic that shows that 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 no matter no matter how big your hero might be, that they are a flawed human being, as we all are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even the, and even the fiction. Uh, the Social one. Network does that with Mark Zuckerberg, I think. Sure, right, right. Sure. And even when they they apply this same template to fictionalized characters, uh, Legend, this new movie that's out now with uh, Sam Elliott, um, the Jeff Bridges thing that he won an Oscar for. They're crazy kind of, heart. Crazy heart. They're kind of biographies of a of a, a non-existing character. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. same. Has the same feel of these bio yeah. uh, biography. Films. Well, yeah, they did that with uh, it was a Kurt Cobain. Uh, was it George Gus Van Zandt did a movie? Gus Van Zandt. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm Elf, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was like basically Kurt Cobain, right? Uh, a movie that uh, that that sprang to my mind as soon as I said something that shows <laughs> the good and bad of of somebody. Um, Aviator. Yeah. Aviator is, yeah. in my opinion, uh, an amazing film. Mm-hmm. How accurate it is to Howard Hughes, I don't know because right. I haven't read a lot of you know, stuff about Howard Hughes. But man, that is a good movie. And Leonardo DiCaprio fucking hits it out of the it's a, park. It's a good yeah. job. You know, and that, one of the films that came to my mind was, and talk about fictional... And Kate Blanchett was great in that as uh, Catherine yeah. Hepburn. Oh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah. yeah. She, she, she yeah. like, that was Catherine Hepburn. Her, yeah. That performance I, was amazing. 
Talk about how, how loose they can get with this. I was as I was going over my list. Danny Kaye is Hans Christian Andersen. Shut yeah, up. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. kind of a bio, but on the other hand, kind of not. Well, you know, it, it really isn't. The, the only thing that you have is it's hey, it's Hans Christian Andersen, right? I mean, that that's it. There's you know there's there's characters or, or characters there's people from history like that that it um, where the name is more important than the real the, than the real person's life mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so well, for example yeah. the wonderful world of the uh, brothers Grimm sure oh, yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. like we don't you know there's like a very loose thing about one of the brothers being sick and he's writing down and, and, but but beyond that it's all about the stories and it's not you know it doesn't yeah. matter what you say about that and, and you just hit upon something which again I'm going to belabor the point but you said character yeah. and when I see the when I drag in the Bruce Lee story or Patton or the Elephant Man or Raging Bull or Gandhi or Amadeus which are all great movies I see characters. I don't see real people. To me, right. they're just characters. And, and to expect anything more, you're just going to be disappointed. And I think if you look at it, you say, like, yeah, you know, does this character work well in the film? Does it capture the essence of maybe yeah. what we're trying to portray? Yeah, it, you know, it does films, or it doesn't. A lot of these films are these personalities' Tinder profile. <laughs> they're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like super stylized and super sort of like right. your best. You, yeah, 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 putting, yeah, yeah. being put forward. Yeah, um, yeah. I no, mean, you know, speak. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say one. Uh, one that came up also was uh, Kirk Douglas in Lust for Life, the Van Gogh thing. Dude, so good. Yeah, it's such a yeah, good movie. It's very good. I'm actually film. running through a timeline as I'm talking to these, but <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah that a lot, a lot of people film. talk about. There's also a um, what's the Michelangelo movie? Agony in the Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Charlton yeah. Heston. There's also yeah, yeah, yeah. a great one called Moulin Rouge, Jose Ferrer as Toulouse Latrice. Yeah. That's a great yeah, movie. I've that is a that. great movie. And no one yeah. ever talks about it. No. But you know, uh, The Agony in the Exorcist is, is a good example, too, because does it really matter that it's Michelangelo? Right? I mean, it, it just could be some other guy. I mean, the story's so compelling and the, and the movie's so, so good that it. it you, you you don't really think that I'm watching history. You're just watching right. this really you almost, entertaining You movie. almost just need the name to hang the story on. Yeah, and I think you, yeah, need, absolutely. I think you need his name, and you also need to drive it home yeah. the Sistine Chapel. You need, like Kirk well, Douglas and Spartacus, right? We don't know much about Spartacus, but it's a vastly entertaining movie. But I bet you know if you ask people about, tell me what you know about Spartacus, you're going to get a rundown of the film, not of the <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. William Wallace in Braveheart. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great, yeah, that's a great a thing. Uh, another one that came up uh, several times, Betty Davis did Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Um, and She's always good at Queen Elizabeth. Great. The Virgin <laughs> Queen. There's a, there's another one that I'm trying to find. It's her and, and I think Errol she was Flynn. in the Seahawk. Wasn't she in the Seahawk? Maybe. I think so. But yeah. it's her and Errol Flynn, and Flynn is... Raleigh, I want to say. Right. And Was it the Earl of Essex? It might be that. Yeah, it might be that. Yeah. But it's like it, there's an implied like, like she's in love with them or whatever, and she's so yeah, good right. because she's so tortured and and what have you. I want to I want to <laughs> I want to bring up two movies that are about the same thing, covering the same events, and mm-hmm. were released almost at the same time. And oh, I it, think I know where you're going. And I, in my opinion, I think they're both equally great. And that is um, Capote. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, Infamous. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it always bothered me that Infamous got overshadowed by Capote because it's a great fucking yeah, movie. Yeah. Really and in really fact, good. I think Toby Jones is is right? great. I think yeah, he's, he's might be even better than Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's really good. You ever see that? This is off topic, but you ever see that? Uh, there was a film going around where he was a sound engineer. Oh fuck! Yeah, 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 I yeah. the yeah. name of it. But it was Truman Capote was? No, no. no, no I'm just joking. <laughs> My favorite Capote line is, uh, after reading someone's book, he said, that's not writing, that's typing. <laughs> oh, he was good with the acerbic put-downs. Yes, he uh, was. Another, another bio that came up that I, as I thought of, like, really bad and misguided bios, of course, is the, we talk, I think we talked about this on the Western episode, but of uh, The Conqueror with John Wayne. <laughs> John, oh, Wayne. John Wayne is Genghis, Genghis Khan. <laughs> There is, yeah. a, there is a fairly recent... Truly you make my tartar blood boil. <laughs> there, there's another film that came out maybe... He's not good in biographies. He wasn't good as Davy Crockett in the Alamo, in my that's opinion. True. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and they wanted him to play Patton. That would have been horrible. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. They had a number of people before they got to George Scott. He <laughs> was one of them. recently um, uh, called Mongol. That is the story of... Um, that's good. That's really that's good. Yeah, I've really, seen that. That's really, a good really movie. Good. Yeah, I mean, uh, whether it's historically accurate yeah. or not, it's, it's a very entertaining uh, movie. Let's see. I'm going through my list. Um, I've got one that actually thinks a good biography that people hate on. What? And it's Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've, I've always been a... Two, I'll take Tombstone over Wyatt Earp. For some oh, reason. Tombstone's a better movie. No quite. I mean, I, I've seen many Wyatt Earp movies. They almost always involve... The, the events running up to the shootout at the OK Corral, hence right. Tombstone. And um, uh, many of them are entertaining. I think the best of the bunch, and that comes back to Val Kilmer, great as Jim Morrison, great as Doc Holliday. Mm -hmm. But Wyatt Earp does something that none of the other films do, which is to cover Wyatt Earp in kind of totality. So we see him as a young man doing a variety of things. We see him as a, as a lawman in Wichita, Dodge City, then in Tombstone. And um, I think it covers the basis pretty well. Things happen in that movie, which happened in real life. Mm. Um, I've never quite understood the hate for it. I mean, I, I think it even was nominated for some Razzie awards. Yeah, I don't um, think it deserves that. Well, because no. I, I think I think because uh, when it comes to certain historical figures, people don't want to know. Mm -hmm. They don't want to know that shit. They just want to know that yeah. they, they want you to play the hits. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, they don't yeah. care. Yeah. And, and Tombstone's a great movie, so I mean, I I, I think it's a better movie. But yeah. but Tombstone oh. is, you know, this this is this is just we're gonna have some fun with this movie, and and this is what you get. We're not gonna really adhere to facts as much. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. I I gotta bring up one that just I just looked on my list. Uh, 1957, James Cagney, Man of a Thousand Faces. Man, okay. <laughs> so I wanted to I pitched that right over your point. Oh, Go man. ahead. Okay, okay. All right. So it's it's Cagney, right? Yeah, and yeah, and, and that and he's great. He's great. He's he is. Great. He is. He's great. Yeah. Why they couldn't find somebody to replicate that makeup better, <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it wasn't about the makeup. See, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, I've always thought Man of a Thousand Faces feels like, in in very much similar to the Tony Curtis Houdini. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's a really feels, good. That's a yeah. really good comparison. It feels very yeah. similar. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, these are kind of the you have. I would say you. It would probably take until you get into the '60s, but the '60s and beyond is 
when you start, I mean, even old movies, they didn't give you a good idea of the times, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were right. just they were just entertainment. And even when you get to modern biographies, even if their biographies aren't as truthful, uh, at least they pay more attention to detail and get things right. Sure, sure, um, sure. Yeah. You know, but you really get more of the essence of the characters well, it's like uh, the, in later movies and earlier movies. It's like uh, a, a, a movie that I really enjoy, maybe out of nostalgia more than anything else, and I can't... Re- and it's killing me because I can't remember the title of it now. But the 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 uh, the, the Thomas Edison story. Oh, with the, there's one with Spencer Tracy. Yeah, and there's yeah, one with, with Mickey the, Rooney. Called yeah, the yeah one, when he was the young. One yeah. with Spencer Tracy. Yeah. Is the one I'm thinking. Talk of. about a glossed over bio. Yeah, exactly. Where's Tesla? Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. Hey, he was behind the scenes. He yeah. was his helper. Well, uh, 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 David Bowie played him in yeah. um, the, the Prestige, Prestige, which I thought he did. A, I thought he, he did, did a pretty a good job. job. Uh, yeah. Since we're go- we're kind of moving into the '60s, let me knock a couple of names out real quick. Number one. Um, Spirit of St. Louis, the Charles Lindbergh thing with James Stewart. Right. Um, one of my favorite films that I forgot was one of my favorite films, The Buccaneer. Yul Brenner is Lafitte. Charlton Heston <laughs> is Andrew Jackson. Yeah. yeah, it's got some great Damn. stuff in it. Man, I haven't thought about that movie. Yeah, I know. Like... When I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlton Heston Again, is... a fine film, but entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Well, they all are. And here's another here's another one. Um, 1958, Ingrid Bergman, Into the Six Happiness. Growing up, I loved that film about it's a woman who leads a bunch of children over the mountains to right. Fucking phenomenal. True. Um, yeah, we're gonna assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, let's see, uh, the Red Nichols thing with Danny Kay, the Five Pennies, and then we're into the 60s. Bam, bam, and that's bam. got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Some things yeah. I forgot about. Um, well, Lawrence of Arabia. And Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. Anthony Quinn is Barabbas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. really good. And it was, it's, we didn't even mention Barabbas in um, our biblical epic No, episode. we did not. Yeah. Charlton so. Heston as uh, uh, General Gordon in Cartoon. Yes. Yeah, baby. Yep. Which, yep. Is a, which is a fun film. Burt Lancaster in Birdman of Alcatraz. Yeah. Yep. That, I would say that that is one of the first examples that I can think of that, uh, kind of sets the tone for the modern Agreed. biopic. It shows a little bit of the downside. Right. It shows, you know, but it, for a lot of people, that was their first, like, oh, yeah, being in prison sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not all about making hooch in the toilet. <laughs> but then here we come in, uh, Lord's Arabia was in 62. Yes. 63, we've got. Cleopatra, PT one oh nine. You know, it, Beckett. When, when we go back, when we go back as far as Cleopatra, I don't even consider them any kind of biopic anymore. Yeah, that's not really a biopic. It's like it's like ancient history. But I think PT one oh nine is. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they originally were going to make that with Warren Beatty. They wanted Warren Jack uh, Kennedy wanted Warren Beatty for that role. Wow, wow. I don't know. Um, yeah. But he 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 wanted to play Jack Kennedy a certain way, I guess, and the producers like, mm, no, I don't think so. So <laughs> he didn't those, he didn't get the role. Another one of those stylized ones is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, absolutely. Technically, technically based on a real guys, but yeah. But again, yeah. that's like, is that a great western? Yes. Yeah. Is it yeah, a great yeah. biography? Yeah. Uh, who died? We don't know, do we? It's yeah. <laughs> um, Brian Song. Brian Song, yeah. yeah. Nobody that wants to talk been. about Brian Song. Because he <laughs> made men cry. He made men cry, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Although, you know, I think people would put that up there as one of the better 
biographical film. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Speaking of biopics that, that make you cry, um, uh, Schindler's List. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, I think that would that movie is like it wants to make you cry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I it, I recognize it as an amazing, amazing film. I never want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. We mentioned a film we mentioned on our Western episode, but it, it, it bears repeating now. And man, talk about stylized Life and Times of Judge Roy Bean. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That has so little to do with <laughs> Judge Roy Bean. But you know that's when you start. That's when you start getting into these revisionist westerns, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start, like all of a sudden, you know, Wyatt Earp's not really a hero, and and yeah. uh, General Custer, yeah, he was kind of a nut job. And, yeah. Well, and, yeah, uh, little, little Big Man. I mean, Little Big yeah. Man obviously is is about the Dustin Hoffman character, who is not real, uh, right? But and there and there's a lot of these movies like this where it's it's. Uh, uh, do we consider Little Big Man a Custer biopic? No. 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 But th- there's a portrayal of him which is, is I think, not historical. It was, it was just an example of, like, we're going to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. It's like the, uh, Min- the Northfield, Minnesota raid, which was a famous raid by Jesse James. Right. And, 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 and Jesse James, for the most part, in all these movies in the past, had been portrayed fairly heroic. But you get to that movie, and Jesse James is really a, a, a crazy, unhinged, almost religious zealot. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that's not Jesse James either, but you know, we're going to give you the opposite of what the, people used to think of these people. And that brings up something interesting, is that you know, once a certain amount of time has gone by, the, um, uh, the filmmaker is given kind of inherently this this artistic license. Sure. You can kind of make the person whatever you want as long as as long as you have certain events that happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And a uh, lot of these movies were deconstructing. I mean, this is a time of the Vietnam War, right. uh, etc. And so people were liking to deconstruct what heroes stood for. Kind of what we're right. seeing now with all the craziness and people wanting to tear down statues. Like, well, we our mindset's changed and we and we want to Deconstruct these people, mm-hmm. so so they, they they put out these images which were not really true. Now the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, uh, with Brad Pitt as Jesse James again, you know, is this Jesse James? But well, he comes close to what Jesse James was. Kind of, he's still um, Brad Pitt. He's still Brad Pitt, yeah, and that and that's the thing. But at he's least you could see Jesse hillbilly. James in there. You know, at least you could see Jesse James in there. I can't see Genghis Khan and John Wayne's performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, same year as Rory Bean is uh, Lady Sings the Blues. Right, and that's yeah. amazing. Again, that's an amazing, an amazing movie. movie. Um, I, you know, I, I think the takeaway from all of this is that no matter how good the movie is, it's never going to... Yeah. It's ne- you know, like, I think that, Brian hit it on the head out of, out of the box. So, that it's all... It's, is it entertainment? Right. It's all going to be sort of... Like I say, the edges rubbed off. Right. Um, even when it's distasteful, like... The, the the film that came up next was Papillon. You know, yeah, that's yeah, distasteful, yeah. but it's. I don't think it maybe exactly happened that way, but it, it still gets the point across, right? And it becomes a story of um. Yeah, but some of these surprised me. Um, uh, uh, Walking Tall is based on a real. Yeah, guy. and that's yeah. Just, that's a that's a ridiculous. Sure. Lenny, the Dustin oh, Hoffman sorry. Lenny is another good bio. Yeah, that is is interesting. Um, but then you got. Uh, I, that, 
that once that that makes me ask a question, and and I might be missing something. Has there ever been an Andy Warhol biopic? Now, Andy Warhol's been portrayed He's in, been in many films. different movies. Um, yeah. I shot Andy Warhol. Sorry, right? Exactly. But that's Valerie's story, you know, right? And has anybody ever made an actual Andy Warhol no, no. biopic? I don't think so. I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, I don't. I don't know if you know. That hasn't stopped us before. Is the movie going audience crying out? Where is our Andy Warhol pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need our Andy Warhol biopic. And then another film that comes came to mind as being like. Taking the idea and going ridiculous with it is Listomania. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Ken Russell Listomania film. Which, come on. One of my favorites, though, is it, it's actually not a film film, but a television film. Uh-huh. And uh, it's called Bud and Lou. Okay. And it's Abbott and Costello. Right. Um, Abbott is played by Harvey Corman. Lou Costello is played by Buddy Hackett. Really, Artie Johnson is their their um, like their manager. their manager. Yeah, I remember and seeing that movie, but ooh, I don't remember much about I do it. Not remember. It is unbelievable. Do if you listen, like to unbelievable bad, unbelievable bad. You listen. Yeah, to them that's probably why I don't remember much about who's it. Who's on first? Yeah. And it it yeah. sounds like they were given a script and they never heard the original. Oh it's, wow! It's <laughs> oh, that's not good. Wow! wow. Um, well, it's like that uh, t- made-for-TV movie Three Stooges biopic, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But TV movies can get it right. Case in point, John Carpenter's Elvis. Oh, yes. Yes. Man, yes. Is, it, it pisses Kurt me off. A very underrated Kurt Russell role. Yeah, it, it pisses me off that like when, when John Carpenter gets name-checked... We, Never comes we, up. We get the fog, we get the thing, we get, you know, we get all that stuff, right? And no one talks about Elvis... Is it even available on disc anywhere? It is now. Yeah, it is. Oh, it good. took many years, but it is now. Because that's an um, that's a oh shit great fucking movie, and Kurt Russell it is. kills it. Yeah, he's really good. That is there. that is by far the best movie on Elvis. It not even, no one's even close, and Elvis has been portrayed a number of times. But it brings up yeah. really quickly favorite portrayal of Elvis. Is this is this it the Kurt Russell thing? Oh, for, for me, me, Kurt yeah, Russell. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I like Val yeah. Kilmer in True Romance. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. He's he's kind of the he's kind of the um uh, what's the movie where John Wayne shows up in a mirror and like fucking really? talks to some yeah I don't know damn it what movie uh, I can't remember but he, anyway uh, talks in a mirror what else oh is no 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 I'm sorry it's not it's not uh it's not a movie it's a graphic novel it's preacher oh, okay it's it's very much oh, the same sure. yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah rounding out the 70s i'm going to throw out um the onion field with james woods the portrayal of the joseph is from the joseph wamba yes yeah yeah, yeah 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 he's really good in it it's one of the few handful of times i would say james woods was really good. it is good was that the same was that the same time? well no, that's probably the 80s serpico that was in the 80s, maybe. Uh, Serpico was in the 70s. In the 70s. Yeah. It was the 70s? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I thought it might have been, but I wasn't sure. Ser- Serpico is another good movie. It's man. a great it's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one that came instantly to mind when we when you mentioned Bios was uh, the Powers Booth, Jim Jones, Guyana. Oh, my thing. God. It's TV, but Jesus. Yeah. Man, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was really good in that. In fact, I mean, that that's when you think when you think of roles and you go like, Powers Booth as Jim Jones? Yeah. It was yeah, kind of perfect. Right? You know, yeah, it's like, sure, perfect. no problem. It's like Ron Perlman in Hellboy. It's like, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. You know, there's a psych, I want to say, is it, 
a band, Psychic TV, has a record out called The Last Supper, T-H-E-E. Uh-huh. And it's the recording made at Jonestown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And holy shit. Scariest 20 minutes you'll ever hear. Yeah. Just because you, you notice as he's talking, there's crowd noise. And as the recording goes on, you suddenly start noticing that the crowd noise is quieter. It's getting quieter and quieter. But that's yeah. a great film. That is a great film. It's really good. Um, I'm just going to keep going then. Uh, Raging Bull. Fantastic movie. Fantastic and movie. Yeah. yeah. One of the rare, I think one of the rare times, well not rare, but but often when you're making a biopic, the person that it's about is dead mm-hmm. and has no um, input. Raging Bull, uh, Jake LaMotta had a lot of input on you know, right. and, and was or at least a, 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 the director had access to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they and they don't uh, they don't sugarcoat anything. Oh God, know? no, no, not right. at all. Not I mean, that's all. what was kind of sad because Raging Bull and The Elephant Man, I thought were great movies. They both came out the same year, yeah. but they lost to uh, Ordinary People. Mm, I know, which was the best movie, and, I, and it's like, hey, nothing against Ordinary People. It's a weeper. But Ordinary, yeah, but I mean, Ordinary People is a Hollywood type movie, mm-hmm. right? Right, but Elephant Man and Raging Bull were not. They were movies that made you feel uncomfortable. You know, uh, talking about Elephant Man, you know, uh, David Lynch has dipped his toe into this uh, genre twice. Agreed. And uh, the Straight Story, great film. I, I, we've I talked about. I this suppose before. we've talked about the Straight Story a few times. I, I, I suppose the argument could be made that it's not a biopic because we're examining. Uh, an event right. as opposed to a person's life. Yeah. It's as it's much a, of a... It's like Munich in a weird way. Yeah. In that it portrays an event, not the span of a life. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and I think a I lot of... I don't think the straight story in Munich have ever been... <laughs> <laughs> you've heard no. it here this first. time ever, podcast <laughs> fans. First time ever you've heard them. The two in the same breath. No, uh, that's a great movie. And, uh, I mean, I... I it's it's like I defy anybody who doesn't know anything about it to watch it, and then I'll, I'll just say, who's the director in that movie? And I don't think anyone's going to come up with David Lynch. Right. We're agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. There's a few of his that are like that. You know, you were talking about uh, Man of a Thousand Faces mm-hmm. earlier, and I want to I, I want to know where's the fucking Vincent Price biopic? That's what I want to see. God, could you imagine how tough that would be to cast? It's kind of like what they're doing now. The guy who is in um, what's the hacker TV show? I Robot. No. Uh, what's that? What's the TV show there with the hacker dude? It, isn't that I Robot? Is it? Nah. God damn it. Anyway, the the main actor in it is. Oh, uh, um, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Think about it. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you can tell we don't watch TV. I don't watch it's TV. It's a very popular show. It's a really popular. It has, it has robot, robot. title. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Robot. No, not Mr. There, yeah, Robot. Yeah, Mr. Robot. Robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are we <laughs> thinking? I, Robot. I, I, I'm an yeah. idiot. The, As, the, the main actor. Asimov. The main actor. We're all, we're all going to sleep on this one. But the main that was actor, an egregious mistake. But yeah, the main I, actor Robot. just got cast to play Freddie Mercury. Right. And I can that, see that. Kind of. But on yeah. I, so before Looks that, wise. it was Sasha Baron Cohen. There's a great story in that that Sasha Baron Cohen was on Howard and he was they were asking why he wasn't going to do the Freddie Mercury thing and he says that the film essentially begins the, the band put together a script and right. the film essentially begins with Mercury's death. Oh, and wow. it's all about how they cope with the loss. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I think you're missing still, the point, boys. Now that's an interesting trope in bio biographical films, right? Gandhi begins with him being assassinated. Malcolm right. X begins with him being assassinated. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I've I've often wondered. Malcolm X is another good one. Yeah. Yeah, I've often so wondered. Yeah, I've often and, and Gandhi's you know very that that's the epitome of a Hollywood biography I'd say. But right. um, I often thought like you know why do you do this? I, I'm assuming they like well everyone knows he dies so we we got to get that out of the way. But it's like well I don't know do you? I mean can can you leave it till the end of the movie? Do you have to start off with the assassination? Right, 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 right. I, I don't think you'd need to. But but again that's kind of a Hollywood trope. It's like yeah let's. Let's uh, well, start off with that, and then you know we'll go back. In usually time. begins with someone after the fact, someone staring out a window. Yeah. And we forgot about one movie, which you know, speaking of Warren Beatty earlier, Reds. 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 Yeah, Reds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. which is rather an interesting amalgamation of fact and fiction because Warren Beatty actually uses real people that recall events from the October Revolution. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Gonna throw a couple more tiles. Star eighty. Oh, dude, that, that was an interesting movie. It is an interest, uh, an interesting movie. And and it, isn't there another movie about the same subject? Uh, yes, yeah. there was one that I believe was maybe made for TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the Killing Fields is in there, right? Uh, um, again, yeah. I would say more of an event film. More than of an event. Than it. Yeah. Uh, Talk about stylized Henry Porter, the serial killer. I bring that up solely for Heather Buckley. Right. <laughs> um, What's your favorite biopic? Henry. Henry. Uh, but there's so, I mean... There's there's so many. Shaka Zulu yeah. is one. I, I'm, I'm gonna that was a TV miniseries, wasn't it? Uh, in the 80s, it was. There was yeah. a movie of it. There was oh, there was a movie? Okay. Yeah. Um, and because of the sheer multitude of these things... I'm gonna take this opportunity to talk about my favorite biopic sure. of all time, and that is Ed Wood. Ed Wood, great, ah, uh, yeah, spot on across the board. Yeah, that, that is such a, a perfect film, and as and even as Vincent D'Onofrio as uh, as, as Orson Welles is great with uh, the voice of the of Brain. Yeah, the guy who did Brain, Mur- yeah, exactly. Maurice LaMarche, who I think was always channeling always. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what that is. Interestingly enough, the the two scriptwriters when they turned that in, when when t- uh, Tim Burton, who was supposed to be writing Mary Riley, mm-hmm. um, read the script, he sent them back. He goes, "This is going to be my next film. I have no notes," which is mind boggling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You would think mm. he would want something, but yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "No, this script as is, yeah, is what we're going." Well, with. and and that's uh, uh you know, Tim Burton. Um, for me, like defi- him or love him. Def- yeah, definitely a hit and miss director. Um, this was a perfect storm. This was like this, it, like there was no project better made for this director mm-hmm. uh, than Ed Wood. So Agreed. that's yeah, yeah. and um, I, I although it gets glossed over, it's not as the most popular movie. I think that's his best movie. I, I agree. I agree. And, and Martin dipped, Landau, he's and he didn't use Danny Elfman on that either. He yeah, used somebody else in that movie. He's dipped his toe into this recently, and that's with Bright Eyes or Big Eyes. Big Eyes, that's yeah. true, and that's yeah, a really good movie. And he's he's good at that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should do that more. People forget that like Goodfellas is essentially based on a, on a real that's thing. That's true. Casino, Casino. Yeah. Again, uh, though, as Langley says, I those are more events. It's true. Right. Um, has, have you seen Legend, the Cray movie with Tom Hardy? I or, have. Or the craze, the the other one that I, has I've not seen film. either of those movies. I want to, but I've not. The, I've the seen Legend. The Hardy one is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's very violent and fun. <laughs> well, again, you know, as I'm watching when I watch that movie, I'm I'm just watching a movie about criminals. 
Right. No, I, I don't. I I really do. I mean, I've said this so many times throughout the podcast. I just turn my mind off. Like I don't. I don't go to these movies or watch these movies with any idea of other than is it entertaining. Well, what's the what's the name of the movie? Uh, the Tom Hardy movie about the um, the the moonshine family. Oh and, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, gangsters or something. God damn it. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. big. But it's yeah, a, it's again a a perfectly fine movie about real life characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much of it is true and how much of it isn't, I don't know. Um, but it's it's again getting back to Brian's original point. It's good entertainment. And yeah, 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 yeah. I think we, we're 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 hitting the coverage on a lot of that. Like you know, it's like there are some that miss and some that really do. Right, land with both feet. You know, something that came up that that, that I've not seen that I really want to uh, that uh, is a recent thing is the feud. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's or, excellent. Yeah, it's excellent. It's, it's, they're getting sued. Are they? De Havilland is Good. Them. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Let me just no, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I can talk about that a little bit if you want to, but that that's a, uh, um, I mean, they again, they, they, there's things that get changed around, but. To have two Hollywood icons play two Hollywood icons Agreed. is rather amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, and they do a fine job. Uh, Susan Sarandon as Betty Davis mm-hmm. and Jessica Lange as Joan Crawford. And what's interesting to me is that the movie that it be, kind of begins with them making the movie What's the Matter with Baby Jane. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in, in that movie, there was a struggle between who had the better role. And most people agree it was Betty Davis, and she was nominated for uh, an Academy Award. Joan Crawford was not. Um, but uh, yeah, and before that, there was the whole Mildred Pierce thing, and yeah, yeah, you know, and they and they, they they touch upon that a little bit. Yeah. But there's what's interesting is out on it. Mm-hmm. yeah, but the, what's interesting to me about this movie is that now both women have been nominated for Emmys, I believe, and it's like who has who has the harder who role? I think they should, you know, and, and it is Jessica it. Lange. Joan Crawford <laughs> has the harder role. What's yeah, that? Yeah. I think they should fist fight for it. Um, we're yeah, running yeah. out of time, but, so let me just knock off a couple that I think... I don't want to get the emails about, hey, you forgot this one. I, 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 well, we're going to forget something. Well, I mean, here's, sure. well, here's the thing. Do you have a favorite? Let's go around with a favorite. Well, I, already, I already said my favorite, Ed Wood. Okay. Do you have a second favorite? Do I have a second favorite? <laughs> Brian, do you have a favorite? Yeah, I would say my favorite... I, 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 I like Ed Wood quite a bit, and um, I, I certainly put that out. But I would say Patton. I think Patton's... The, for a number of reasons, I think Patton gets a lot of things right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, shit. I don't know. Uh, if you, <laughs> you ask the question, Tom, <laughs> and know. then you go to sleep on us. <laughs> I robot. I robot. I robot. <laughs> uh, let me just knock some of these out. Number one, Jet Li is Fong Sayuk. Yep. Um, oh, again, entertainment. Also, his Wong Fei Hung. Wong Fei Hung. Series. Yeah, we got to knock that out. Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? The Tina Turner Tina writer. Tina thing, yeah. Uh, uh, Immortal Beloved, the Beethoven one. Right. With Gary yeah, Oldman. that was good. That was entertaining. Um, we mentioned Braveheart. Uh, I think we, we we would be remiss not to mention um, the whole wide world. Agreed. That's yeah. on my list. It's ah. Right there. <laughs> yeah, the Robert E. Howard thing with Vincent D'Onofrio because and Mae How rare is it that we it's get great. a biopic? Go on us. YouTube and look up. Vincent D'Onofrio as Robert E. Howard talking about Conan. Dude, yeah. There's a scene of him just talking about Conan. It's oh, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Good, good um, movie. Kind of sad movie, too, in a way. It's, well, it's a sad life. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Uh, Rob Roy, Ghost in the Darkness, Evita, 
Um, People versus Larry Flint. It's it's insane. There's I know. So Let me many. just get these through. Uh, seven Years in Tibet. Donnie Brasco are all bios. Cundin. There's another sure. movie called Mrs. Brown with Judy Dench and Billy Connolly that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of those Vegas. are good, fun, entertaining movies. Agreed. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Gods and Monsters. Boys Don't Cry. Do you have Ali on your list? I do have Ali on this list. Now, that's uh, not good entertainment. <laughs> the Hurricane, Man on the Moon, uh, Mia Jovovich's Joan of Arc. Yep. Yikes. The, uh, <laughs> Luke Besson. <laughs> wait, wait. You, you're talking about The Messenger? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I love that movie. Really? really? Oh, my that, God. Yeah. I, I'm with Langley. That's a good movie, That's but, again, movie. It's, 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 it's on par with, say, Spartacus or, or Braveheart. You know, sure. they're entertaining, they're epic. But how much are you really learning about the, right. the the person that is the subject of these things? Rounding out the <laughs> rounding out the century, uh, there's a great Gilbert and Sullivan um, bio with Jim Broadband called Topsy Turvy. Yes, it's yeah, so that was good. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another favorite, um, Eric Bana is Chopper Reed, Mark Chopper Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aaron Brockovich. Uh, Rated X, the Emilio Estevez movie about uh, the Ferrelli, Ferrell brothers. Right, or, right, uh, right, right. Whatever they were Mitchell called. Brothers. Mitchell Brothers. Mitchell I thought, brothers? I yeah. thought the Wonderland was good, too. It's uh, the, the O'Farrell Club. Yeah. The O'Farrell Club and the Mitchell Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I agree about that, the, the one you mentioned. Wonderland is pretty cool, yeah. Shadow of the Vampire. Um, Dude, <laughs> that's a fun movie, but a, a historical. Uh, it's, movie. it's very yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, the Chuck Barris by yeah. Sam Rockwell is yeah. Yeah. all over the place. It's true the book, but the book is full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, American Splendor, throw that out. Frida, The Hours. Yep. Oh, Frida, man, Frida. Frida. Dude, that movie, like, that should have. Yeah. Uh, we've mentioned some of these. Um, well, again, monster. that's a passion project for Salma Hayek, and sometimes when people do passion projects, they yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. miss the mark. Look at Patty Jenkins' Monster. Yeah. So good. So good. That and, was very good. Um, there's a little film in 2004 called Beautiful Boxer that if you haven't seen, find it. It's about a Muay Thai fighter who yeah. becomes trans. Right. Uh, True story. Downfall. The, the story of the last, what is it, two days in Hitler's bunker. Bruno yeah. Gans is Hitler. Right. Yeah, fucking, solid movie, great performance. Fucking amazing. Finding Neverland, Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. Finding Neverland is one of my favorites, too. Let's see. Let me just knock these out. Uh, the Ray with Jamie Foxx. Right. Good Night and Good Luck. Um, great movie. Um, the Notorious Betty Page is a great bio that yeah, no one talks about. I also like Factory Girl, the, the movie about Edie Sedgwick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Walk the Line. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in the world's fastest Indian, yeah. the motorcycle racer. Right. Uh, Glory Road. Dude, I'm filming. There's so many. Um, <laughs> Last King of Scotland. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna yeah that was good. We yeah. mentioned We Are Marshall. And one of my here it is. But again, favorite. that's more of an event movie. I one don't consider that a, a lot of these are one of my favorite yeah. bios: The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Dude, yeah, that is a that is Dude, a great. Talk movie. about design to make you weep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, La Vie en Rose, uh, Pride, or as I call it, hey, black people can swim. <laughs> Hunger, the Bobby Sands bio with with Michael Fassbender, right? Where he really starved himself is great. We're moving on. <laughs> Van Diemen's Land is a personal favorite. That's one of my. It's not really a biofilm, but it's a great film. If you haven't seen Van Diemen's Land. 
Um, it's fucking amazing. It's I about don't. a group of soldier or a group of prisoners in Australia who escape, and they they mistakenly think they can travel over land, right? And they end up eating each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. King's Speech. <laughs> that happens quite a lot in those incidents. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, you know the Irishman. A movie that should have been great that I think wasn't was in, and I was so looking forward to it was in the Heart of the Sea. Speaking Agreed. of cannibalism, dude, behind the yeah. candelabra, speaking of eating people, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, another little known film came out a few in 2014 that no one really saw. Um, uh, Get on up, the James Brown bio. Yeah, I saw that. Did you like it? Yeah, it was okay, but again, uh, you know, it's like, I, I don't really think I'm seeing the real deal. I'm just no, seeing yeah. a, a Hollywood treatment. Does anybody, does, any, does anybody agree with me that, like, Ray and Walk the Line are the same movie? Huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think they are. Uh, the Revenant. Uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. Yep. I Saw the Light, this Tom Hiddleston thing, which yep. I thought was going to be much better than it was. Yeah. There's a movie out about Roberto Duran with um, Robert De Niro called Hands of Stone. Hmm. That's actually really good. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Crown. The Founder just came out recently. That wasn't uh, bad. Uh, and then upcoming, we've got The Greatest Showman, the P.T. Barnum uh, yeah. thing with Hugh Jackman. And that looks and, cool. Uh, Zach Efron. We've got Marshall, the Thurgood Marshall thing with Chadwick Boseman. Which is kind of, I'm like, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's kind of cool to see like Thurgood Marshall just Beat the, the fuck out of <laughs> And then um, we we talked about this film last week, and that's Goodbye Christopher Robin, the right. um, the the, the A. A. Milner thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that looks great. And then later this year, you're, you'll see a uh, Battle of the Sexes, which is the Billy Jean King, Jean King, which looks is a comedy. No. It looks like a comedy. No, 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 it doesn't. No, I think it's it was inherently comedic that whole situation. Right, right, right. But no, I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be played. Earnestly, but I think it's going to be. I understand they all—they both have taken their roles pretty seriously. So. Okay, all right. right, cool, all right. Clearly, even though I just dated them all on all of you, we missed a bunch. So, oh, dude. Um, oh, there's no way you can't. Yeah, again, you can't help that. Yeah. But I think yeah. we proved that it's it's a it's a salient subgenre. Absolutely. So, all absolutely. Right. Uh, we'll yeah, be but back. don't take it seriously. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, that's that's your takeaway from this. It's like, you just turn off your mind. If you're going to go see Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, don't, don't. try to believe it's going to be about Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've learned one thing from this show, save all that anal that, that's it. Save all that anal retainer stuff for Star Wars or Star <laughs> yes, Trek exactly. or whatever. All right. So, we're going to be back in just a second, and uh, we'll go over news and stuff. Right.
so we're back. Uh, talking about a couple of deaths. I don't have I don't have many, but there's there's some there's, there's, a, there's a big couple one. of big ones in yeah. there. Number one, Joseph Bologna died. He most best known as uh, the doctor, the Mad Doctor in Transylvania Six Five Thousand. Right. He was in a lot of stuff. Um, had gotten up in years. One of those uh, again that we often refer to movie helpers. Movie helper. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, everyone is reading about. The, there was a death on the set this week of Deadpool 2. Right. And everyone's yeah. talking about it, but I just thought it was important to bring it up and to also say that uh, S.J. Harris is is the girl's name who died. Um, mm. No one's talking about... Everyone's who talking the about the actor. Is. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. person there. And yeah. she was supposedly yeah. a really gifted motocross rider and motorcycle rider. Right. Relatively new to stunt work. And um, I, I don't know that that even played a hand in it, but... Um, Inherently stunt people, man. They're they're the ones you want to hang out with on set, right? Because they're the ones that are cool and they're not. They're the ones with the stories, yeah, absolutely. And they're the ones who, unlike an actor, for example, are literally putting their life on the line a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of respect for those yeah. guys. At the end well, of the day, uh, Tom Cruise did get hurt in that latest Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, I have some notes about that. He broke his ankle on the set of MI6. Yeah. The film is delayed three months as it heals. Yeah, sure. Ouch. Which at least keeps him away from, you know, the mummy, too. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you break your arm, you can still run yeah, around you and break do your shit. leg. Yeah, you're kind of yeah, screwed. Um, and then uh, yesterday, Sonny Landon died, who played Billy Bear in Predator. In Predator. Mm-hmm. He he got his start in both gay and straight porn. Yep. And was one of the few actors that were able to make the transition to straight cinema. Absolutely. Uh, he, he's one of those guys that his it's it's almost like that role mm-hmm. is what m- defined him. Yeah, like that's what he was he, yeah, from then on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 and uh, and later went into politics. Went into politics, and was backed by the Libertarian Party. Yeah. up until the point that he went on some anti-Muslim screed about <laughs> about something or other. Right, right. And then Libertarians were like, "Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah <laughs> and they yeah. pulled their support. Yeah, because yeah. Libertarians are against free speech, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the other one I want to mention is not dead. But supposedly, uh, his, he's undergoing multiple organs. Oh, damage, yeah. And that's yeah. Ric Flair. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not a wrestling fan, but fucking Ric Flair is, a, is, you is know, iconic. Yeah, you, yeah, ex- you know? Yeah. He's very important to wrestling fans. In fact, a buddy of mine is a huge wrestling fan. said, like, for him, if he passes away, it's like, that's the end of the era. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, what's the point? Well, it's, it's, uh, he's representative of, like, Kind of, uh, I think there's probably several golden ages yeah. of wrestling, and yeah, he yeah, is yeah, iconic yeah, yeah. Of, of a particular one. Uh, sure, from the eighties, and a great shit talker. And on, yeah. I love that guy. He's yeah, a great yeah. shit talker. He became. Was he part of the Horsemen? I I am so I, ignorant. If you guys I, I are wrestling know. fans, please fill me in on that because yeah, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. But um, yeah, iconic, and it's really sad that that that. Uh, that you know, yeah, time is catching up with yeah. us all. Uh, moving on to news, um, Galaxy Quest TV series is back on. They they got Paul Shear, who's a comic and a um, comedy writer. Uh, he does has a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Where right. he takes a shitty film and they dissect it in really micro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they but make I'm for fun it. of it, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm for it. Galaxy Quest is a TV series. Sure. Yeah. Tim Tim Allen ain't doing anything. 
Well, you know, uh, and we have the Orville. The uh, Orville, which is super close. Which is, it's going to be interesting if we have these kind of competing yeah. sci-fi parodies. Star Trek parodies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just looked it up. Uh, the four, the original four horsemen were Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, and Tully Blanchard. Yeah, Arn Anderson, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember I had a Canadian friend who was really into Arn Anderson. Um, yeah. You used to do this, that four in your face. And, uh, that's when you punch somebody. Get punch your, in the neck. Get your shit out of my face. Here's an interesting thing. Um, there's a website on the internet called X Hamster. It's a porn site. Like, say, Pornhub or whatever else. Right, right. They have often... I wouldn't know about those things. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, I call all that one-handed cinema. But um, <laughs> they have offered... As long as it's your left hand. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, anyway. Um, they've offered to fund a next season of Sense8. That's cool. That is cool. That's very cool. Because, I think well, th- first of all, Sense8 is a really good show. Have you watched it, Brian? No. I, well, why is this site called has Hamster in the title? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) Somehow I don't think I want to (laughs) know. Yeah, I mean, okay. No, but I think it's cool that, like, first of all, uh, so one of the things about Sensate is that it's, 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 um, the, the characters are people that are representative of characters that are not normally shown on television. Mm -hmm. And if if it takes a porn site or anybody to kind of step up and say... As long as it doesn't become, you know... The thing, or, or like, you or, know... Or even like a, a pornicized version of it all. Right. I think if they if they launched it... it and it depends on what their, their, their distribution platform is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's distributed through Netflix or one of these other places... Right. That's one thing. Yeah. If it's in, distributed through their site... That no, 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 no. Yeah, that would that would be that shitty. would worry me. Yeah, that what would. Uh, what where where is this located? What network's it on? Uh, it it's on a Netflix, Netflix thing. Oh, Netflix thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have. The Wachowskis Netflix, are producing it. Interesting. And it's what was that show that HBO did with uh, Thomas Jane? Hung? Where he was like hung. Yeah. Hung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, standalone Obi Wan Kenobi flick. Yes. Directed by the guy who did Billy Elliot. I don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> but here's the other Help thing. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Make sure this is a good film. Yeah. Uh, where did I put that note? They have... Oh, they've, they've already greenlit a spin-off, a Boba Fett film, which, okay, I could... Okay, I guess. If you're going to do yeah, it, sure. you might as well do a Boba fan, Fett film. Fan favorite. Yeah. What doesn't make sense is a film centered on Jabba the Hutt. Hmm. I don't know. I, like... When it comes to, okay, when it comes to Star Wars shit, one, I don't care. Two, uh, <laughs> if you're gonna make one, I want to know. I, I just, you know what I want? I want a National Geographic exploration of the planet Dagobah. That's all I want. <laughs> I don't care. Bugs and critters. Okay. Yeah, I want. Uh, yeah, that's I a w- funny idea, like a croc hunter on Dagobah. Right. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> look, yeah, look if, you're gonna, if you're gonna mine uh, uh, a property, mm-hmm. fucking mine the property, right? Yeah. Like, uh, it, it, James Cameron, I think, would be well served to have like you know a completely straight uh, nature shows about Pandora. Sure, you know that. I'm surprised that wasn't done in the press. I'm surprised it wasn't sure. either. Yeah. Uh, By the way, for all those people that Langley just alienated, send all your hate mail to Langley J. West. Yeah. Care yeah, of Tom me. Parnell. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. I agree. I think a lot of it is it's all 
you know, it's all space opera, we've, soap we've, opera for We've talked about this many, many, many times. I, I think I think when it comes to that property is it important? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not dissing it. I'm just I it's not my thing. I'm so Although it is Go ahead. It is kind of funny that Star Wars does generate this idea of like, oh, that third pilot on the left has a fan following, right? I mean, yeah, there's yeah, characters in Star Wars that's just like, why why are fans interested in these characters? Right. I I agree. I couldn't care less. I I don't think any of them are any good. I I will say this. I think a lot of any of, of the that, characters or any of the Star Wars the, stuff, they're the, all the movies. I I am not a fan. Oh wow. You I will, will be getting I will mail. say <laughs> Look, if I like to say I like Star Wars He's better, a hater. I like Star Wars the better the first time I saw it when it was called Hidden Fortress. I always say Star Wars. <laughs> I always say oh, Star wow. Wars, Star Trek, whatever, and I wow. make it yeah, it's all it's, it's anything it's, with star in the title. Dude, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's get off my lawn, you Star Wars thing. fans. I'm just saying it's I, I, when it comes time to plunk down my fifteen bucks. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna there's going to be some trailers that we talk about today that I would much rather spend my money on. Agreed. Uh, and again, send your hate mail to me, and I'll <laughs> I'll leave me the fuck I'll alone. I'm happy I'm to ignore to it. Sleep. Uh, Jordan Peele is doing quote a Jim Crow horror series for HBO. And and is this different than the Lovecraft Country? Yes, because that's kind of mm, yeah. There, there. He's straight up saying it feels like. Since Get Out was such a yeah 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 such a big hit yeah here's the here's one that really makes it's me amazing to me that there's a lot of these shows all of a sudden appearing on the horizon agreed you know, from HBO's Confederacy yeah there's some other one that's going to be done this one well and I, I often wonder like why are all these shows appearing at the same time is it a coincidence or is well, it on the purpose zeitgeist right it's the zeitgeist yeah. it's what's going on yeah. I, I and I'll say now that. I but a lot would, of the stuff I can't believe is going to be helpful to the, uh, the zeitgeist. I would not be surprised, even though the Game of Thrones boys are behind Confederacy, yeah. um, that I'd, I'd be surprised if HBO doesn't pull its pull its plug at some point. Um, well, the concept. Much, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, so the, the concept is, is to me is like it's it's not it's it, it's a t- concept that's been done before, and. Uh, it, it seems to me, yeah, because there's there's another sh- there's another show which is occurring to me. They're they're kind of flipping it. They're man, doing the idea. Yeah, man in the what high if castle. blacks had formed a separate nation? Yeah, man, or look at man in the high castle. It's like what if the, the Germany won World right. War II? Yeah, right. but that's an interesting and that's an intriguing idea. Yeah, and well, isn't there? There's always these sci-fi books about like Harry Turtle does a lot of those. Yeah, the, the alternate fiction, the alternate, fiction. Or the alternate history. Yeah. All right. ABC is doing... Remember that Jetsons mo- show we were talking right, about? Right, right. Live action. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just read um, Riverdale, which is a show I do not understand. Um, they just put a gun in Archie <laughs> Andrews' hand. Well, y- y- I, you have to understand Riverdale. It's not the Archie that you yeah. know from the comics. From yeah, I know. There's banging in the backseat yeah, to cars and stuff. <laughs> I haven't seen that show. I, think I have no desire. You know, Archie became a zombie. Right, like eventually. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Did you well, they did all that? kinds of things. They had Archie yes. running for politics. He apparently was assassinated. I mean, they they've done favorite, a variety of my things. My favorite Archie-related thing is is the is the matchup ep- comic they did with you know the Punisher. Yeah, with the Punisher. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. I was going to say the threesome, but <laughs> that's a different... Uh, let's see. If you remember the Dick Van Dyke show, you remember Rose Murray. Sure. Rose sure. Murray is 94, and she just joined Twitter. Nice. <laughs> so All right. Good for her. At Rose Marie, the number four real. Cool. And, um, it's Send all your hate mail about Langley to that Twitter site, please. <laughs> yeah, just because I think it's fun. She's fun to follow in the same way Ruth Buzzy is fun. Yeah, to follow. absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, here's another one. Fox has ordered a quote gender swapped license to drive. The Corey Haim Corey Feldman movie. Oh, stop it! No, moving on. Is that, wait a minute, you're pulling my leg. No, that's that's legit. That came out of Variety. Wow. Uh, wow. Louis C.K. is directing a secret movie that he'll premiere at Toronto International Film Festival. Okay. I didn't know this, but, you know, Louis, the TV show he does? Yeah. He writes it, produces it, stars in it, edits it, does the sound on it. Wow. Everything is done while he's on tour on his laptop. He's like Ed Wood. He's like Ed Wood. <laughs> with good content. He's the Ed Wood of his generation. If you haven't watched Louis, there is an episode a couple of seasons back that Stanhope is in. Where he plays a suicidal uh, comic. Yeah. And um, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, Barbara Hershey has been cast in the next season of uh, X-Files. Because what's she doing? Right. Um, I was disappointed in the last season. I the was so-called 10th season. I, I don't know too. if I'm coming back for the 11th season. Well, supposedly they're saying the next season is going to be non-mythology. <laughs> so I think it's going to be more one-off. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I didn't think that, I didn't think the tenth season was really mythological. And in the, in, well, no, in the, the idea, not mythology in the mythology. mythology no, I know, I know what you're talking about. There's a mythology canon. Yeah, the X Files yeah. are two types of shows: standalone shows and right. then mythological shows <laughs> that deal with their mythology. I get Man, it. But I want the X Files rom com. That's what I want. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I, I'm just so tired of. Sully, I'm can't you home. guys come, can't you come up you know with something new? I mean, yeah, yeah. Either you know, either do come up with something new or or really stop fucking around and dive deep. Yeah, because I mean, when these shows come back, uh, they they it's almost like you're not bringing anything to the table. Yeah, I have a feeling everyone's talking about this uh, Will and Grace coming back. Oh, I think it's going to be horrible. Uh, with new, uh, I'm assuming with the same actors or new actors. Same actors. Yeah, see, I don't get that. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of dealing with aging, which is sure. fine, and, and I just don't know... Get that off my lawn, Will! <laughs> I just don't know that it's going to work a second time, right? because I think it was really indicative of the time that it yeah, came out. Uh, yeah, very like true. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig is returning his Bond for one more film, maybe... Making a lot of money. Making a shit ton of money. Yeah. And here's the one... hundred million? Sure. What? <laughs> no, I, I can't believe they're going to pay him that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, although I I am excited this lucky this whatever this movie is he's in now with the blonde hair um, and uh, that does look yeah. cool yeah I forget the name of it lucky is that something. a Soderbergh movie I think it's a Soderbergh movie isn't it yeah uh, I don't know don't I wouldn't I don't know about that we talked about it once before but we can't be expected to remember I that can't shit. remember last yeah, week because yeah. yeah. uh, we're old men I I robot <laughs> I robot <laughs> they uh, we talked about the Shaft reboot. Yeah. That Samuel L. Jackson is going to come back for, and Richard Roundtree is coming back for. They announced this week that they're only going to be very peripheral characters. Of course they are. Because they're the series is going to be Son of Shaft. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah. 
called Shafted. Shafted. <laughs> yeah. Shaft this. That's that's for all the people who pay their money to go see that movie. That was Shafted. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> so well, Samuel John Samuel Samuel Jackson played Shaft, so he's going to be the same. It, it, you say it's a reboot. Is he playing the Shaft from the well, previous? Well, it's not so much of a reboot. It's sort of a like, let's try this again. Oh, It'll okay. be interesting. Richard Roundtree is like the original Shaft, and then like Samuel Jackson was like, you know, grown from his DNA. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that made, they made and they all meet it. up on Monster Island. Shaft clones. <laughs> Part five. Uh, moving on to trailers, uh, I deleted a bunch of stuff. There was a lot of bullshit this week, so yeah. we're really down to the really happening stuff. Uh, first up, Beyond Skyline. Who was calling for this? I the Strauss brothers. This is the right. The least uh, out of all the trailers this week. Like this one means absolutely nothing. I, to I me. think it's the effects are cool. The only thing that I makes just, the I only thing that makes me go. Huh? And kind of be interested? They cast Ikawai, the guy from the raid. Right. So, yeah. are we going to see Seelot no. fighting aliens? No, or are no. we just going to see him running around shooting? We're going to see him running around shooting. He's uh, trying from to what I read about that, I mean, I saw the trailer, did a little research. The Strauss brothers apparently were working on this after they finished the first one, which is seven years ago. Mm, yeah. I, I also saw it was kind of interesting. I thought there was a little controversy about it. That when they have a... They have their own um, effects company called Hydraulics Films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And they were working on Skyline and Battle Los Angeles at the same time, both from both different companies. And uh, Universal Pictures um, uh, was the Skyline movie, and Battle uh, for Los Angeles was a Sony film. And so Sony was like really ticked off because they were thinking like, "Hey, you're we're paying you to do these special effects, and you're going to be using them for your rival invasion movie." Uh, but uh, eventually they worked it out, and mm. Sony felt there was nothing in, pr- improper about it. I just, I, I, I just think this is for me. This is a subject that you know you see it once. I don't need to see it anymore. I don't need yeah, to yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm biased because when I did the coverage on AVPR, I met the Strausses, right? And they're super cool dudes and super like film literate, right? Um, Except for Aliens vs Predator Requiem, I don't well, think it's still literate. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, AVPR. You know, yeah. I mean, everything yeah. when I when I saw on the set of AV, AVPR made that film look really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, as we all know, it but I, show that like not like all the best elements can be there, and it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, but I do think that the Strausses are competent. The yeah. problem is, is that a lot of times people can be their own worst enemy. Robert Rodriguez is his own worst enemy when right. it comes to writing scripts. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, yeah. anyway. Did you guys ever see that? It was like a low-budget film. I think it was this called... Was it called Monster? Uh, there's, about There's a movie called Monsters. Monsters, maybe that's it, where, the, where they kind of zoned off the United States from Mexico. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah, these, yeah, yeah. It's like these big yeah. tripod looking things. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. kind of a good movie. Yeah. It was kind of clever. There's a sequel. But, but, but this movie just seems like standard alien invasion stuff. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you've seen a zillion times. I'm tired of seeing guys pointing M16s or whatever up towards a big ship and some tall thing right, right. With, with a freaking yeah. uh, lens flare for a face. I do think, I do think though, there's going to be, knowing the Strausses, there's going to be a, a couple of cool shots in it. Okay. So, that. Um, Show me the demo reel and I'll be excited. Next is a, a comedy. Steve Buscemi comedy called Death of Stalin. Dude, that looks great. It looks great. I, I, I'm excited about this. It's not a Coen Brothers film, but it sure looks it like one. Feels it feels like, like one. one. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Interesting people, but uh, that's a wait for cable for me. Is it really? 
Yeah, I, and, and I the cable is not a derogatory comment. It just means like I'm, when I'm not sure about something, do I want to lay down thirteen bucks to see it? Yeah. Oh no, no. You this know? is definitely I, a, a hey, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, kind for, of, yeah. for me, this is fun. something that would get out of the house. I, I'll go oh, see this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for me, not not so much. Uh, moving on, new film by Sean Baker, who did Tangerine, called The Florida Project. Again, looks great. Looks fun. Yeah. Looks. I love the color. Color yeah. is just popping. Yeah. And the the little girl seems like Amazing. one of those, like Abigail Breslin in right. um, Little Miss Sunshine yes. or whatever it is. It it kind of reminded me of Little Miss Sunshine. I mean, Willem Dafoe looks great in it. It just, dude, it looks it looks like a great movie. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? The Florida Project. The Florida Project. Mark that one down, folks. Yeah, so looks like, And Willem Dafoe seems super likable. Yeah. Where he's been playing nothing but. You know, bastards and assholes right, for a right. lot of years. <laughs> Again, people look good, but wait for cable. Okay. Um, new film by the guy who did The Lobster, starring Nicole Kibben and Colin Farrell, called The Killing of a Sacred Deer. I know I've done this before, but shout out to A24 for making these kinds of movies, because yeah. the big studios aren't. No one's going to make this, except yeah. for yeah. someone like, or the A24, the shooting gallery, or yeah. some of those other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this looks as coherent to me as the lobster um it may i have is that no a idea. compliment or it is <laughs> i think that it's right. it's kind of hard to understand what's going on is it, from this yeah. trailer right looks good you know i it like colin cool. farrell for uh, me you know, this is something i will check out when it's on okay yeah i agree yeah. This, you mean so when it's on cable or when it's in the theater uh, if i happen to run across it on television yeah or i'll, I'll, I'll take yeah. a look see it, uh, it does look interesting but I, I had just seen this movie called high rise it was based upon a jg ballard yeah, novel yeah, yeah 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 and it's it's freaking weird right and so i like do i want to jump back into the weird pool so right away it's like <laughs> nah I, i'm i think i'm with you and it's like yeah i'll just i'll wait to see what happens yeah, when it shows yeah, up somewhere. i agree um Next up, Heather Graham, Robert Patrick, in a movie called The Last Rampage. Sort of this... It feels like a TV movie. It was about they these sons oh, break, yeah, break their the, dad out. Right. And um, I'm trying to remember who... The, it feels kind of like Hell or High Water. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah very much yeah, so. And that was right. a good movie, so that kind of is a recommendation for me to maybe see this in the theater. Uh-huh. No, I, oh, yeah, this is this is DVD for me. Yeah. Um, I just don't see the think that it's it's epic enough. It's cool. I I don't think it's anything new. But at the end of the day, I look at uh, it. Agreed. I look at it and I say, you know, Robert Patrick, Heather Graham. So we're not pulling star power. And Bruce Davison. Bruce Davison. Yeah. I was going to say it was nice to see Bruce Davison back. Yeah, again. Always good to see. Yeah. That. Uh, next up, dude, Manhunt, new John Woo. I have no idea what's going on from this trailer, but. Fuck, I'm in. Yeah, it looks great. It feels it's like a return to the same ground that they kill her and hard Well, like, it, it feels to me like he's like, fuck you, America. I'm making my movies again. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And, and so I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he, he... The movies that he made here are a mixed bag, but... When he went back to China and made Red Cliff, that's an awesome movie. That's mm-hmm. a great movie. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, because they, I wasn't able to see them here, and they're difficult to get on DVD, you got to buy them almost, and it's expensive. But I never saw Reign of Assassins or the other movie he did, The Crossing, which, cons- uh, you know, and it's like, I, 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 they're both historical-type movies, mm-hmm. uh, especially The Crossing, which was a mammoth two-part movie, right. kind of like Red Cliff. So I'm interested to see... Uh, those movies, but unfortunately, uh, um, they're not available. So well, I'm know, interested to see what he does with Manhunt because, like you say, it's kind of like getting back to his earlier stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure that that will be played here. I'm I, sure. Ironically, like so often, I talk about like 
edit, edit, yeah. edit, shut, shut it down, right. shut it down, you know, you, you keep to a reasonable runtime. That said, the five and a half hour Red Cliff is phenomenal. It is amazing. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's entertaining, um, you know, and, and and slow is not necessarily boring. Slow can be vastly entertaining if it's engaging. Agreed, right. I agree. Um, Peter Dinklage is in a new movie called Rememory. It looks like a murder mystery. Yeah, it's it's one of these tech, um, you know, it's like he, he's accessing people's memories, mm-hmm. and there's trying seems to solve like there's murder. repercussions to that in in, in trying mm. to solve this murder. I just like sounds that like Total Recall. It will kind of. It, I just like that he's being cast in a role that anybody could be cast. Has nothing has to do with nothing his, to do with his, his dwarfism. Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah, and that's yeah. awesome. I actually like the idea of a sci-fi film with Peter Dinklage as a detective. I mean, yeah. he does look kind of interesting, and I'm I'm kind of curious to see uh, again. Though maybe wait for Cable on that one, but I, I don't know this this one. You know, when you look at his other stuff, like you know, Station Agent, Man, and Station also, Agent is so he's badass. So he's such a good actor. He was great in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that, um, you know, I'd love to see a world where he wasn't—he was cast in leading man roles, or yeah. you know, where where we don't we get past all that. Yeah, all yeah, the, yeah. Well, anyway. And this might be that. Here's another one that came up: um, documentary on surfing as a cure for PTSD called Resurface. Yeah, it looks very cool. Very much into it. Uh, was surprised to see that it's a short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess not surprised to see that it's a short, but that a short is getting enough attention that there's even a trailer. There's a trailer, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm down because it, it the concept hit hits kind of close to sure. me with me. The idea that finding that thing right that that saves your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it's surfing. Sometimes it's punching people in the face. Right, right. Sometimes it's it's, <laughs> it's whatever. But it's the thing that helps you put some trauma of your past into perspective. Right. Like being a serial killer. Yeah. 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 Um, but we I don't need hobbies, bro. But I think that it's important for people, especially in when they have something traumatic like war happen to them, sure. that they can find a way through that because it's really easy to get lost in the darkness. Yeah. That absolutely. After. Yeah. Yeah, so. it looks like a good documentary, and, and I actually like these types of documentaries because they kind of turn you on to people in situations that you might not discover. Right. And, uh, you know, it looks like it's kind of an uplifting type of thing. Well, so, yeah, it looks good. I think also things like this are uh, can be um, uh, educational, instructional. Mm-hmm. Like, there's sure. actual, there's actual, it's not just inspirational. It, there's actual stuff here that if you pay attention can help you. Yeah, agreed. And and yeah. if nothing else, it it can be a catalyst for a conversation that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. Yeah. With that. Just like the the next documentary called Trophy about trophy hunting. Uh, it looks very interesting. It's um, infuriating. It looks infuriating, <laughs> and it also uh, it it I think it does what really good documentaries do, and that is. Hey man, we're just putting up this mirror and we're just mm-hmm. showing shit that like I Agreed. don't feel like the filmmakers 
are presenting their view one way or the other. They're showing... Yeah, just let these, them talk. They're showing these it's assholes like the, and they're showing these guys. I forget the name of it, but there's a documentary on the Westboro Baptist Church. Right. Where all they did was put a camera in front of, of uh, the main guy yeah. and just let him talk. And that's the best thing, because yeah. then ultimately you get to make up your own mind. Yeah. We're not manipulating you, you know. Hopefully. Well, and that's... That's the argument, right? As soon as you turn on a camera, you're, manipul- you're <coughs> manipulating physics, the image. You're yeah. observing exactly. in space. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I, I understand hunting for survival. I've never understood hunting for sport. Mm-hmm. And right. killing lions and tigers and elephants is really not about survival. But right. like you guys touched upon, I mean, what, what's interesting here is is that the two sides basically, are, so it's, ga- it's, it's big game hunting, where I'm sure in, there's an industry there, and they're making a lot of money, and the whole idea is like, hey, but you know what? In order to hunt these animals, we got to make sure these animals are conserved, mm-hmm. so we're keeping them alive. But yeah, you're treating them as products to be shot. Sure, yeah, there's, there's always the control, and that's a weird dynamic, right? Debate. Yeah, there's always going to be that debate. I, it, Hopefully, it'll show both sides and 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 let let the viewer decide yeah. for themselves. Because yeah. I I think this is one of those topics that whenever you come to it. You've already made up your mind. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I hope it has some. I hope it accomplishes something like the documentary Blackfish. If you guys saw that. Yeah. Absolutely. Where, where things do happen because of the yeah. documentary. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thin so blue line. Thin blue line. Yeah. Where where yeah. real life is affected by. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Vengeance, a love story with Nick Cage. Um, Cage has been. And don't forget like, Don Johnson. And That's Don an Johnson. Um, I I. As listeners of this podcast know, I hate Nick Cage, but for some reason, I'm kind of interested in this. As a DVD rental or on Netflix solely, but I'm interested uh, because it looks like vigilante cop type stuff. Sure, it is. And my takeaway from this was, look, man, the revenge story is always a great story. It's easy, it's an easy, it's like, hey, you want, I want to make you sad, I'm going to kill a puppy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like okay, revenge story. You, his, he's been. Well, I wonder why this gets such a pass in when, um, like, the, with just from the trailer of the Bruce Willis Death Wish thing, people are like, "What?" Got really ex- um, upset about it because there's a smirkiness to it that makes it feel. There's you. There you go. Yeah, it. it uh, with the original Death Wish. It became that, but but in the beginning, it's like yeah, it was more just a man tortured with what's happened yeah. to him. And remember, yeah, yeah, it was the original the Death Wish movie is a good movie. Yeah, and, and it originally the, it came out around this around that whole same time of Bernie Gap. Yeah, it was like seventy four right. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, but yeah, but you had a number of these movies: Man on Fire, The Brave One, The Equalizer. Yeah, right. these can be entertaining, but this one, this is kind of I think wait for cable again. Yeah, for me, with this story anymore. You better be bringing heat. You, yeah, you better be like, like because we've seen this story a million times. If yeah. you're not showing me something special, yeah, right. Which no is why we like John Wick so much. Exactly. Yeah. It right. worries me that it's Nick Cage. Yeah. Because if you yeah. ever saw the bad lieutenants with dyed hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then finally, this actually I found out came out last year, and it's. Um, <clears throat> During the French wave of a few years ago with films like Them and Martyrs, right. there came a movie called Inside. And Inside is a great, I think it's a great horror film. falls apart a little at the end, but it's great. But they remit, and um, Miguel Angel Vivas, 
mm-hmm. who did a great home invasion movie called Sequestrados or Kidnapped. Um, uh, this looks like it's hitting all the beats of the original. But why? But why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. terrorizing a pregnant woman is well. That's what the, the 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 premise is that a man and a woman are. She's pregnant. They're in a car accident. He dies. She is set in the original. She's set to go into forced labor the next day, and it's Christmas. She's at home. It's raining. Someone comes to the door. It's a woman. She wants inside the house for something, and what she wants is the baby. And there are mo- jaw-dropping moments in the original. It reminds me in tone of that uh, movie we talked about last week, the name of which I can't remember, with Javier Bardet. That we said was kind of like... Oh, uh, Mother. Baby. Yeah, Mother. Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the new Aronofsky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this thing... Um, I really like the, the, the original. And uh-huh. so, I'm... It, much like Martyrs, I come to it with a sort of jaundice eye. Sure. So, but um, if nothing else comes out of this conversation, see inside. Inside is phenomenal. The, the original. The original, the original the yeah. The French one. Um, the g- woman who plays the the interloper mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, going around the table, Brian, we'll start with Brian. What have you been watching this last week? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, sure. Last few movies. Uh, I, I just recently saw the Rift Tracks live Doctor Who: The Five Doctors take, and um, that That's you know, that missed, yeah, those things are fun. Those are uh, fun. Saw uh, saw Annabelle Creation. Ugh. I'm I'm kind of wondering why these things are being spun off. But Somebody was telling me it's 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 really good, and I'm like, uh, um, it's better than the first Annabelle, but well, that's like being and, the prettiest and, Denny's waitress, right? That's hey, there's some pretty girls at Denny's. Come on, <laughs> um, but I mean. All I'll say about Annabelle Creation is, I mean, it accomplishes what it sets out to do, which is it is suspenseful, and there and, and there are moments there's moments that you jump. So if you if you if you're into these types of things, I think you'll find it okay. But there, I, to me, it's just like why you know ultimately yeah. it's like you, I, I see one spinoff, but two and, really and it looks like it's leading into another series. Ugh. So you have Conjuring, Annabelle, and now this new Demon Nun type series, which looks like they're going to be doing. Weirdly, on that list I had, it listed The Conjuring as a bio, biopic for Warren. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. They're it? just characters. Those are totally characters. I but agree. They're, you know, they're fun characters. Atomic <laughs> Blonde, um, speaking of action movies, like that quite a bit. Typical spy genre, but... Uh, fight the, scenes the, are cool. Yeah, the fight scenes are really good. Uh, really enjoyed Dunkirk, different type of war movie. Maybe not for everybody because it does some strange things that are not used to people maybe used to seeing in a film, but really like that. And then uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, typical movie, very great special effects, but uh, ultimately just kind of a tired story that I've seen before. Okay, uh, Langley, see anything good? Uh, mostly the ceiling. Oh, good, because you've been working a lot. I've been working. I Like, I, I started a new job. I'm working graveyard, and, and I've, yeah, it, no. Okay. In answer to your question, no, Tom, I have not seen anything this Just week. Just the inside of my See, see for a moment, I thought the ceiling was, like, some hot movie that right? I covered. It sounds like, good, man. Like, what? I missed that movie? What? It's the new the Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah. First, the <laughs> friend who did The Room. Now, now the ceiling. The ceiling. Oh, the sequel to The Floor. That's right. Uh, yeah. Me. Uh... Again, saw Conrad beats Man Who Laughs. Um, rewatched Alphaville and don't I, I repeatedly? Don't I don't get it. 
Um, the one thing I really did like was uh, uh, actually two things. One, documentary on Phyllis Diller, which was fun. Cool. Getting to know her. Right. And then also a little-known film with Diane Lane, Thomas Jane, and Mickey Rourke called Kill Shot. It's from an Elmore Leonard book. Mm. And that's really good. I enjoyed that. Um, Brian, uh, real quickly, we're going to hit, hit books and music. Anything, any book you want to recommend that you're reading? Or? Well... Yeah, I I I will recommend uh, that uh, it's an ebook, but uh, since we're talking about Bruce Lee earlier, Showdown in uh, oh, yeah. Oakland, written That's by great. Rick Wing. Um, I think if you're a Bruce Lee fan, um, that is a nice book to read because it gives you the other side of the story. Cool. You, Ping and Ning. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is it's uh, the bio on the it's Siamese the bio twins. on the on the original, you know, what we call the OG Siamese yeah, the OG <laughs> Siamese twins. Where we get the term Siamese twins from? Yeah. It's interesting because it's told from the viewpoint of one of the brothers. Oh wow! And so when the other brother dies, we get that where he's laying there connected to him still. Oh, my and God. So it's a, it's a good book, and I'm sorry I don't remember the author's name, but it's just, it is called Chang and Ang, and it's a really good book. You should definitely check it out. Right on. Um, I went back for some research purposes and read a book by Lawrence Gonzalez. It's called Deep Survival, and what it does is it takes you through different scenarios based on true stories mm. and talks on a variety of levels on what happens to to the body and to the person when, let's say, they they're buried in snow or sure. they fall into a crevasse or 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 what have you, mm-hmm. um, and it talks about like at some point on a biological level about what happens when what are the effects of let's say your your vision during an adrenaline dump right um, what is what happens to your respiration and so. For me, the idea was get understanding that, and so one, I could portray it more realistically in fiction, but also I can identify it as it happens to myself. Sure. Um, and I enjoyed that. Music, what are we listening to, Brian? Uh, I went to a 311 concert. Oh, right so was, Yeah, so I was uh, listening to their music recently, and, and I, I never was necessarily a big fan, but after listening to it, it's like, you know what, there's some good stuff in there. So uh, that's what I've been listening to uh, most recently, I guess. Right on you. Uh, I've listened to the same same 50 songs over <laughs> Seven and over. synth yeah. mix as possible. Yeah. Uh, I've been digging um, two things. Number one, Kate Bush has a new live record out called Before the Dawn. It's great. Um, and don't ask me why, but there's a, uh, I'm really, in, right now, today especially, I'm really into an album called Very Greasy by David Lindley and El Rey OX. Um, David Lindley is a guitar player who plays on, on, on every Jackson Brown thing. Um, don't hold that against him, but... Uh, I like Jackson Brown. Yeah, I do too. They actually have a live album that's the two of them. It's really that's cool. great. But David Lindley is he's a lap steel player and he plays a style of guitar that I don't play and I'm I'm not used to and he's fucking good. Cool. He's really good. I you know, I take it back. I have been listening to a lot of uh Alan Vega's Suicide this week. Oh, there you go. Alan Vega. Wow, yeah. I've heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Uh the other thing I wanted to recommend, I came upon by pure happenstance and that was uh, I'm taking a week. I took a week off be- before I headed into edits on the next book. Right. What I found by taking a week off is <laughs> I got bored super quickly. So I, I went out and and went to the local game store 
and I'm not really a gamer. Right. But I bought this game called Abzu that is it's super cheap. It's like 19 bucks or something. Right. Um, it's a game where you can't die. You There is no real function. What it is is it keeps opening rooms. So you go into the next room, and I spent 20 minutes. You're underwater, and you're swimming around. And um, you spend 20 minutes. Just It's so beautiful that you end up... It seems weird to say that about a video game. That's how it was for me when this first came out. You spend so much time just looking around and going like, "What's over here?" And maybe there's nothing. And it's a super chill game. It's I describe it to a friend of mine as um, it's the most zen game I've ever played. Okay. And um, and it's super cheap, so there's that. Um, You know, I forgot to mention too. There's there is something else I listened to. It's been out. It's fairly recent, but a, uh, a new Vangelis album called Rosetta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. Yeah, I definitely can recommend that. I'm disappointed that they didn't give him a big sack of money to do the score to uh, Blade Runner 2049. He may may be the one that says, I ain't going to do that shit. Maybe, yeah. Well, you know, I've often wondered, because there's a lot of... uh, There's a lot of he said, she said stuff about the original music score for Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. And to me, that seems like there could be a good book in there somewhere. Because yeah. there is no there is no official soundtrack of Blade mm. Runner, even the right. so-called Blade Runner released by Vangelis in '96 and then 2007. Nothing official exists except bootlegs. And as Tom knows, I'm I've listened to a number. I mean, that could be a show in itself, but I listen to a number of Blade Runner bootlegs. And so, I'd be very curious to see, like, yeah, what what really happened on that movie? Why why is there no? Soundtrack? I'd love to see it as a, like a companion piece to Paul Salmon's Future Noir, the yeah. book yeah. on making yeah. Blade Runner. Because I think and a new in and a new volume of that's coming. A new edition's coming out. Oh, really? Of that book, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Paul Salmon is uh, Facebook on Facebook. Cool. All right. Next week, I have no idea. Oh, I do know. Um, um next week we have a guest, Phil Mucci. Phil uh, is a film director, and if you saw the last Metallica video, it's super stylized and super almost cartoony looking. Right. Um, uh, look this guy up, M-U-C-C-I. He's a director, and he's making really cool stuff. Um, I'm not a big Metallica fan, but that last video was the shit. What, do you know which one which it was? No. But we will by next week. Yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah, we'll know all sorts of shit by next week. <laughs> yeah. But if you, he's got his own YouTube channel. So if, it's, if you just type in Phil Mucci, he also goes by the name Diabolic. Right. Um, he has a new... Spell Mucci. M-U-C-C-I. He has a new series he's working on called Dr. Ma- Dr. Dario Bava. And uh, it's very um, in keeping with... Uh, it almost looks like the Latin stuff in... Um, Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, it's very color saturated, sure. and he uses a multiple different um, animation topics or cool. things. But it's going to be great, and we got some good stuff coming up. So thanks again for coming by. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, last shout out because this is a movie we didn't really spend much time on, but biography, Last Emperor. Uh, yeah. Bernardo uh, Bertolucci's Bertolucci, movie. Yeah. Yeah, about uh, Puyi, I believe, is the, the Last Emperor of China. Interesting and gra- very grand, very beautiful, beautiful movie. Very the cinematography very on that, pretty, um, yeah. yes, is worth cool. worth a look see for people who are interested in a biographical film. All right, so thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. So for the Bonus Material Podcast, I'm Tom Carnell. I'm Brian Ellison, and I'm Langley West. Stay scary. <laughs>